right. yeah we yeah. take okay. a long time to do a lot of things i mean well we could take longer and make it better or easier but this is nah. fine all right half of magic is the audience wondering is it gonna be kind of shit this week <laughs> is it even that? gonna be here this week no We've now we're you know it's like everything else we're back in the zone of doing uh doing things on our little whimsical schedules but guys welcome to Pilot On also yeah welcome it's to been... another episode of Pilot On a podcast that piles it on if and when it feels like it just like the rest of the world yeah it's more little dashes lately yeah um, we've been sprinkling it on mm -hmm. it's been nice. intermittently uh i want to tell you guys about a little thing i got that grace hates i don't hate it i i tolerate it yeah i think it, you're working toward hating it i'm confused by it and i want it to impress me it, it didn't <laughs> so we uh <laughs> which i've heard you say a lot for them uh, not knowing <laughs> what the thing in question is there's a lot of uh so, a lot of things right. yeah could be curious yeah. about that um I was on Instagram like a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. uh, in bed, headed to sleep, and uh, it's doing that thing where it flips back and forth. See it? It's just the camera. It's just the camera mm -hmm. viewfinder. It's not really happening. That's yeah. so cool. I just won't look at it. Um, it won't bother me at all, and I'm going to be totally cool the whole just time. Just be present. Don't look at yourself. No, I'm totally, I'm, yeah, just so present. But um, I was going through Instagram, and I saw this ad for this stuff um, that was like non-alcohol drink fancy drink liquor liqueur called kin mm -hmm. and um it the packaging and like the way they made it look looked so amazing and it was like this will make you feel euphoric it will lift your spirits it will um make you feel calm uh oh, we we don't calm and we don't recommend having more than four in a day for in a 24-hour period a 24-hour period so immediately like if there's a limit on it i want it I, <laughs> <laughs> and in there, like, if you don't get a hangover, there's no alcohol. This is what? And I was like, all right, let's try it. So, so it's basically like non-alcoholic alcohol. It's supposed to make you feel like you can party and rage, but it doesn't give you a hangover and yeah. has no addictive properties that we know of. But the taste. It's also, well, hold on, it's also $40. Yeah. Like, I think so I got two bottles for like 50 bucks or and something. And that's basically the same price as like a Hendrix gin. Yeah. And the bottle is shaped like a Hendrix gin bottle. Truly, it tastes horrible. It tastes like mud. It's mud, rooty, disgusting, <laughs> bitter. It's like um, if you took rainwater that was in a puddle on the side of a algae. road. Yeah. And you strained it and you put it in the refrigerator and made it cold. Mm -hmm. And then you put it in a glass with ice and you drank it. That would be what you're experiencing yeah. currently in this moment. You took all that out and you left it on the glass <laughs> next to your end table and you slept it's with slept overnight. And then like how water tastes terrible the next yeah. day. Uh, it's like that. Like it's if you put it's wet, dirty socks in your mouth, mm -hmm. you know, I know the crazy thing. Also, we've talked about this before. Uh, you might have never done that, but you know exactly what that tastes like. You know like. What it is. It's like that. What is that thing that we, uh, Tyler and Corey said? Corey uh, said it's like you know exactly <laughs> what it would feel like to lick that thing, even if you've never licked it. That you can just look at anything in the room and lick it, or imagine licking it, and you know exactly what it would taste like. That's one of those. Uh, yeah, that blew my mind. It still blows my mind. However, but okay, so this thing basically is kin 
non-alcoholic euphoric beverage is supposed to be mixed with other things has to be like a cocktail to make it better so to be fair we have not done that yet i want to try the they have a bunch of recipes on their website and i'm not shitting on this drink it just has a very uh aggressively earthy taste <laughs> it's poor it tastes horrible but here's the I'm weird trying part so but also so did coffee the first time i had it so did beer the first that's time how i they had get it you. That's and so you're but and then that thing in my head goes i can conquer this yes. i can teach myself to like oh, this it goes yeah you go uh, like you with reality television much like that which <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit but it, yeah it's that thing where you go i am making a sacrifice when i drink this because yeah. it doesn't taste good so i could never possibly get addicted to it the only thing is the only difference is this doesn't have any addictive properties. It just tastes bad, uh, which is kind of, you know, reminiscent of and alcohol. For, but then also for people like us, we go, you don't think you have any addictive properties? You just fucking wait. Wow. We're going to we'll find try. out for you. We'll We're going to be the ones that break all of your trial studies. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you a problem <laughs> yeah. for us. We're going to make you have to put finer print on your product. Which is exactly <laughs> what we did. So I opened this stupid thing. It's packaged so wonderfully. Um, it's beautiful. It's packaged like a millennial dream. Yeah. Like it's just so all hip and it's you know, in this beautiful yellow box. Case. It looks so. It looks like what's that stuff? Well, like la, yeah, la cotain or whatever that like uh, foil wrapped. This is it. Yeah. It's but this isn't the case that it comes in. No. And uh, it says euphorics for humankind. Yeah. And uh, oh god. And uh, it's it, got it's so neurotropics. Anyway, bottom line is it did kind of like make us feel a little crazy a little a little wacky but you're also like um i was very aware i was hyper yeah vigilant of my feelings so i was probably you know creating them a little bit however there is caffeine in here and then there's a bunch of stuff that ends with like erosine which i imagine is also in like red bull and things like that but it um yeah it's I really wanna. I really want to figure out how to enjoy this. Yeah. So it's like this is like that cool person at the party that doesn't talk to anyone, but you can tell they're so cool, and you want to figure out how you get that person to like you because they just seem like they could give a shit about you. Like this thing could give a shit about it tasting great directly out of the package. No, uh, it's no. asking you to figure out how to make it great. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the goal of it is to make you feel a certain way. But I will say it did have it did make me they delivered on what they said the feelings would be in terms of like it was relaxing after a second. And it was kind of like, oh, it makes you a little. What did you happier. put in this one? Just club soda. Okay. Ugh, well, isn't that terrible? Right. But it did. Welcome. This did, I know. But this did taste more have more orange hints in it than it did to me last time. So maybe it's all about like mixing it up. Who knows? Who knows? We tried something. Um. You got a targeted ad, and yeah, we are, we were targeted. It got me. It yeah. was like, yeah, I absolutely want something that'll make me feel weird and not and be I alcohol. Absolutely, will continue to drink it. Yeah, I'm gonna finish. I mean, this is we. Got, I got two bottles because I was so confident that I was I gonna know. like whatever it was. We just stupid move. Um, but no, it's yeah. fine. We have more time to figure it out. Also, you drank like four within like an hour period and yeah. so i was like i'm cutting you off from this mystery drink that i don't know what's gonna happen with our bodies and our buttholes and our livers and our yeah you didn't brains have good, yeah, you had <laughs> i was rest. like there's something goofy and witchy in this thing that's gonna make us do things or think things that uh are gonna be yeah. unsettling <laughs> we're republicans now oh gosh it worked yeah no this wouldn't do it speaking uh, of we watched uh, godfather yeah, Can the we, Do you want to talk about that or you want to dive into maths? We're no, we can about... talk about the God. We've watched 
The Godfather and The Godfather <laughs> Part Two. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of those films, Grace? Um, they're, they, again, like this drink, they don't give a shit about where you have to be at what time because that's a 17-hour movie. Both of them are seven. That movie does not give a fuck about your attention span. We were about to That turn movie is going to mm-hmm. make you watch the end of every scene where a person just walks across the pathway to a car for about 45 extra seconds and I always think something's going to happen. That's why we're lingering on this thing. Nope. Nothing they happened. just say, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We're the Godfather. <laughs> right, this is the Godfather. This is the best film we're of the all. the Godfather. We're going to let everything breathe. We, uh, I didn't know. I, I it saw was great. it years and years ago. And I w- forgot that in the second one, there's an intermission that happens. Like Yeah, straight up title screen intermission. We, <laughs> and I was like, how dare oh, you? We, yeah. The first one was three <laughs> hours long. So the first one. Okay, caveat. First one made Wonderful no Wonderful movie. Absolutely fantastic. Incredible. It made in 1972. So I understand that it broke all these wonderful barriers. It was a, a beautifully crafted film from start to finish, everywhere around. It's like I the understand first movie. that. It's like the first real movie. Yeah, but I wouldn't be doing my millennial job if I didn't shit on it a yeah, little shit bit. On, yeah, shit on it. Yeah. It's three hours long, and then last night, the following night, we watched the second one. Yeah, back to back. I, well, before I looked it up, I was like, this one better be shorter. Like they can't, they got away with a three hour long film. And then it was like, no, this one's three and a half hours long. But we put up a title card that says intermission about halfway through. So that affords us another 30 to 45 minutes of story. <laughs> I feel like every movie should do that. Mm-hmm. Or every movie just has like a lower third uh, that just says, you, uh, time expired 60 minutes like when you're an hour into the movie it just says like, like an hour pa- they yeah. pause it for a second so yeah. you can kind of see how far along yeah that, <laughs> that they, they a little like uh, mouse comes onto the screen <laughs> the and then it puts up the timeline for a second so mm. you can see how far along you thank are you. Thank and you then it thank you. folds back down <laughs> yeah. Hour, yeah still got an hour left okay, yeah cool. okay thank you finally someone I just want to touch the mouse pad and make sure okay well you we have to grapple at some point with the fact that our attention spans are no more uh, yeah, and there's no way and, and the fact that back then they had an intermission i feel like like you have quibi quibi came out and everybody was like this is what people need for short form content didn't do well because that was the wrong solution to a problem but the right the solution i think the right solution is uh oh boy i've had too much kin today Uh, here it comes (laughs) you guys are gonna watch a side effect in Uh real time (laughs) i bet if i have more it'll solve the problem (laughs) um it uh yeah put an intermission screen in but anyway it was great. It was wonderful. But we watched it because you showed me Fear City, right? Or no? Fear City. Is that yeah. what it's called? I like the Fear City. Is that what it's <laughs> called? Is it called Fear City? Yeah, but you Because I keep wanting to say Fear Street, the Fear teen City. thriller book series. Yeah, you just sound like you're saying like a, the name of a TikToker. Fear City. Yeah, Fear City. Have you seen? Yeah. She does these crazy dances. Fear City, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, the the mob uh, Netflix docuseries about uh, the New uh, York mobs. About the mafia, yeah. And it's really great. And so we were watching that. I was so into it. And I said that, you know, it makes me want to watch The Godfather. I've never seen it. Well, and, and then, you wouldn't believe it. I took that and ran with it all yep. the way home, and all we the way to Touchdown. We started The Godfather at 1030 at night. That move. That was, and we started it, and you were like, we can just stop and watch the rest I tomorrow. I thought maybe we'd take an intermission. I said, you know I I need to know how things end. I don't like when something doesn't have an end to it. I was really impressed, because yeah. we've been doing the Lost thing, and we have no problem turning that off, like, <sighs> yes. five minutes till the ending. But this is a little different. Godfather, you do kind of feel like you have to see 
it through. Yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. And honestly, even though it was three hours long, the pacing m- didn't make it feel like it was that long. Oh, it really yeah. didn't. It's a great film, but here's a fun story. Hmm. So we watch The Godfather Part 1, and then we watch The Godfather Part 2, and it is the very last... <laughs> the very last shot of godfather 2 and not to give you a spoiler but there's a character in it named uh michael corleone Mm -hmm. and he originally in the first one is the son of vito corleone the godfather played by marlon brando he then later is uh al pacino he's played by al pacino and then he becomes the godfather uh in the second one spoiler if you haven't seen it that's what happens uh still watch it's incredible Mm -hmm. it's the last shot of godfather part two and it's zooming up on michael corleone the star of the show and Grace says with zero irony, she goes, who is that? <laughs> well, okay. Let me explain for, for context. It was kind of you, a joke. It was, well, oh, it was? Only a little bit, but I also didn't really know at that point. But you kind of knew. I kind of knew. You but knew because you'd been asking who everybody was throughout the entire thing. But the, the thing that I realized about this film is that modern movies do baby audiences in really making it very obvious when time changes have happened. And like, you know, even just like lazy title screens of being like three months later or whatever. Uh-huh. They aren't as direct sometimes about how many months or years have passed. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if that's stylistic or that's just what was done in movies in the 70s or or what so you really have to like glean from verbal cues that like oh oh it's been a year oh it's been a couple years oh because i just assume it's the next day if it fades out and fades back up i understand what you're saying i'm disappointed that you i really really thought i was really thinking about how i thought it was very cute and adorable that you still didn't know who the main character oh was, i thought it was another famous actor that was setting us up for godfather part three because at that point i was just trying to figure out why they tied up all the ends yeah what could possibly lead to a godfather part three i was waiting for a cliffhanger to happen it's just him yeah. it's just him with a, a couple little bench. like sally hansen gray streaks in his hair mm-hmm. and <laughs> sitting down I was like, who is that? We have to watch the third one at some point, but we decided to take a break because it was too much. Too so soon. much mafia in so in the span of 48 hours. We've watched collectively three, six and a half, and then like three hours of the other one. We've watched almost 10 hours in 48 hours of yes, mafia yeah. mob <laughs> stuff. Yeah, so, so like, uh, yeah, there's going to be a tiny little squirrel head in your bed when you wake up in yeah, the morning. If it's the squirrel I'm thinking of, I hope oh. uh, that there's there are some loud suckers out there. But we watched uh, the this first part of Godfather Part 2 is also, or like interspliced in it, is like a, a flashback scene for uh, where Robert De Niro plays like a younger version of the Godfather explaining the plot of the Godfather. But I could not, un- I did not un- put two and two together. It was crazy because we were watching like, we have nothing to really complain about because life back then was like oh it's him on ellis so island coming to uh the united states and yeah, going through kid. and it's and he's got uh measles or smallpox, smallpox or something and, and then he literally i just kept thinking yeah i guess a child could live if they had to by themselves yeah, like I said the same thought i was like i guess you would just do that i, I guess you just kind of look for food and find a place to sleep and keep away from bad guys and like maybe yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe survive i don't know how kids work but i feel like 
it, when I was that age, I feel like I would always imagine going out into the woods and like surviving on my own, but never imagine going into a city with other humans by myself. That no, going into horrible. New York City right now as an adult, I feel like wildly incapable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to do it as a seven year old boy from Italy. Yeah. Great. Uh, a hero's journey. Truly. Well, listen, we've talked about The Godfather, but in a similar vein. <laughs> also, I mean, but it is kind of bonkers, you know, with the state of the world and everything going on, you know, <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> systems <laughs> against <laughs> each other, etc. There's a lot of relevant social commentary I mean, I tell going on in there. So that was interesting to see. Check it out. Also, I had to you had to like kind of put me in my place to be like. You got to stop laughing at Marlon Brando's got cotton in his mouth. There are certain things. I'm not like a religious person, but there are sacred things in well, life. Well, I asked, did he, is he wearing prosthetics for his face? And you said he's got actual cotton in his mouth, which I feel like I've heard in, you know, yeah, entertainment those, like, culture. Facts. Yeah. But then to think about that, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And of course, this is the time that Goose needs nothing but attention. Uh-huh. So it's weird. Wonderful. She can't handle when it looks like we're talking to someone who isn't who her isn't or her. each other. So <laughs> yeah. the fact that we're like, if we do a Skype call, and she's it's trying us. every possible thing. Yeah. She literally went and just licked my ankles for a while. Yeah, I saw. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she'll run out of ideas. I did have to say at one point, like, because Grace is. You guys may not know this about Grace. She's an incredibly funny person. And she can get on what and I then, like to call a roll sometimes. And it's so funny. And then sometimes but it... But then it becomes very disrespectful because when something is silly and you know that it's not meant to be silly, it's meant to be very serious and an acting choice and was highly regarded in its time and was very, you know, uh, purposeful in, like, discovering this very devout way of doing acting, I... Which is like he's playing Chubby <laughs> Bunny by himself the whole time. <laughs> and then, of course, I can't get it out of my head. And then when I know that I have to be serious at yeah. something that then I it's think is very done. silly, then it's really difficult. So I had a hard time for about a half hour. But thank God that half hour was only, you know, one fraction of the entire film. You were, yeah. I got over it. But it did take a second to get over it. And I've, it, it was just the most like, we've fought in, uh, in ages. Because <laughs> at one point I had to turn back and be like, because I do like occasional like you're so good at like the the riffing and the roasting of it. So then when it stops completely, like I'll be like, okay, you can't make fun of this. This is more, like this is one of the greatest yeah. movies. You got to really experience it. And if you make jokes the whole time, then you're not there, there's a guard up and yeah. you're kind of not allowing. No, it to I work allowed on myself you. to appreciate it. And it really, I mean, did. he's you amazing. Did. It's incredible. And when you remember that it's in 1972, it's yeah. insane, no. insane, insane. Just the amount of uh group scenes like out on the streets or out at parties like that i just kept thinking about how chaotic that must have been to shoot yeah and how i was like that is in my mind impossible to fathom even trying to set this scene mm-hmm. you know the nope, streets of new york i got a nice little ghost go lay in your bed <laughs> Bed, bed must be over here probably. i mean she doesn't re- moved over she here she truly does a great impression of marlon brando the yeah, that's, well, you know, that's what he uh, was. He wanted to look like a bulldog, you said. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, which is very cute. Which is very, you know, entertaining and amusing. 
I uh, love the um, the social commentary thing you threw in there. That was really deep. But it <laughs> is. I, know I it mean, is. The, I mean, the mafia and the, how they bought out police and senators and the, well, the police also, against the. It's all as that was. This is happening over the past few days. We've been watching this stuff. We there's like a whole thing about like the SWAT mafia in L.A. and how basically there is a L.A. Uh, mob that has been like there's a whistleblower getting calling out the SWAT mafia for promoting and encouraging like violent acts because they're like old school they love that stuff and they also have been choosing SWAT members based on who would be allegiant uh to the SWAT mafia and I'm like that is an injustice but there is also there you can't use the word mafia and not expect me to think it's kind of cool a little bit like it's awful but there's some little crazy cool it's bonkers it. and it's bonkers that this mafia movie bad, was made 40 years ago and uh, 50 years ago or something crazy and this is still what relevant I, today like yes what i heard was the two like the real mafia based itself off of the godfather series yeah which i don't know how true that is because when we we're watching fear city it seemed like maybe <laughs> fear city uh fear city. It, it didn't seem like that but then yeah they are like they had even in the movie did you see in the godfather where they had like boss under boss yeah, captain soldier. soldiers mm-hmm. yeah like they did the whole i thing. never I'm knew like, the oh, framework they did like, yeah, I never knew the framework of the the families that they have. Crazy. Yeah, pretty pretty wild. So we've been learning a lot about um, what are they called? Something crime families. Mafia. Organized baby. crime? No, organized. Yeah. No, what do they call illegal organized crime families or something? Because uh, huh? K. By the way, um, Diane freaking Keaton is in this movie. <laughs> Playing K. That blew my (laughs) mind. More than the Cotton Balls, more than Al Pacino or Marlon Brando or Robert De Niro. Friggin' Diane Keaton. Top hat wearing, woman pantsuit sporting uh Diane Keaton is being all demure K, the wife married to a mafia man. Wonderful. Who wasn't gonna, he was gonna be different than his family, but you can't when you hear your family. God dang it. Uh, yeah, that's really funny. I just kept, I guess, kept being like, "Does you do Diane well, dirty? Don't you like, do? She's gonna do First Wives Club, isn't she a First Wives Club?" Maybe. First let's wife. find out. Let's take it to the booth. No, uh, no. You know how you like when you're watching a movie too, and you're showing somebody what it is. You kind of like want to give them some kind of anchor that they can have as a reference point, so that they can understand the significance. I was explaining who Al Pacino was. You didn't care. You did. You, I couldn't re- really remember. I was like Scarface, and you were like, I've eh, never man. seen Scarface. And Marlon yeah. Brando's like kind of. Oh, it's like we're not like in the. We're not movie buffs. I hear so. of them around these movies like Godfather and Scarface mm-hmm. that I haven't seen, but I understand the. Uh, with lack of context, like what they're yeah. related to. You're like, in, it's in but the Diane Keaton. But Diane Keaton changed the game. Diane Keaton. I couldn't even believe it. It didn't even <laughs> look like her. I truly. That's why I kept being like. I need a DNA test because I don't know that she does not look like Diane Keaton. No, it was like it's a different person. It is she also truly. had like no eyebrows, like a little 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 penciled in. They penciled. were of the time, but everyone was amazing in it. I thought it was just so cool. It was a really wonderful film, and that's not blowing smoke up anybody's butt. Yeah, thanks for watching it with me. It was really nice. Yeah. But, oh my goodness, are they they're so long? It's okay because I've you've had to persevere through you know hours and hours and hours of reality television. So you, the least I could do is give you twenty. 20 hours of yeah. watching mafia That's mob all I, related every couple months of after watching a lot of trash tv i just need you to sit down and watch like some trilogy with me and Great. it'll be we'll have, we'll find the perfect balance but speaking of the balancing mm-hmm. I don't know. oh yeah i mean talk about this stuff or do you want to sure to balance out all of the 
the fighting so. and uh, lying. We watched a show that also is about nothing but fighting and lying. Married at First Sight Australia. And Married at First Sight. And Married at First Sight. The U.S. version, because they are in New Orleans, and, oh, I, okay, I forgot that I have feelings about this. Yeah, this uh, is more where we should, let's follow our hearts. So. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. That's true. So, uh, which sounds like a Corleone, like, family tagline, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. It's all or nothing. Yeah, Married at First Sight, the U.S. version, it got, to me, great. It's back, baby. The last season Hard. that we talked about, the reason we started this podcast, it fell a little flat, and we were just trying to hold on and give it, like this freaking drink here, the benefit of the doubt over and over and over again. And I'm this sorry. season... Are you, are you okay? Have you been drinking so too I've, much can? I've just chugged a, a coffee, so <laughs> I shouldn't have. But now, and I chugged a coffee, and someone whispered about Married at First Sight, and now I'm, I'll be up uh, giving you my sermon about it for the next six hours. The... This season got amazing. Immediately. Um, Perfect. All the couples seem uh, interestingly matched, uh, but the thing that got me this most recent episode that was the cliffhanger from last week's episode, Mm -hmm, maybe, mm -hmm. is that Amelia and Bennett, the two, like, uh, artistic weirdos, but she also just graduated from med school. Mm -hmm. Uh, She goes to walk down the aisle, and everyone is dressed up all crazy, in the audience and she whispers to her mom i've met him before wonderful oh we love to see it tv let's have some tv we and of course the weird wacky wonderfuls are the ones that have met each other i can't imagine that their social circles are that different from each other been diagrams a circle um but they've met each other and so it's a very very awkward but still incredibly endearing marriage it's ceremony. It's very endearing. There's a wonderful marriage ceremony. They're both excited. And the cliffhanger, of course, in true reality television show fashion, leads you to believe that this is like a disaster. Because leading up to it, yeah. it seemed like they're perfect for each other. You're like, this is crazy. This like show, a, a, if this show hadn't placed them together, they would have eventually probably been together. Totally. Um, however... When the episode came back, it was revealed that it was, like, not that big of a deal at all. It was a very, like, they were like, yeah, I kind of. Oh, yeah, that they met at, like, a party one time. But then Bennett also says, he's like, we actually met twice. And I'm like, oh, this has he secretly been in love with this girl in passing? And, oh, my God, they brought his dream girl to life for him. And now they're married. Because he said that she came to one of his mm-hmm. band his performances, performances. But he was dating someone else at the time. But he remembers her, <laughs> obviously. What? The the person the person at the wedding that is from the reality show that you immediately oh clocked. that's a no- okay that's a whole other thing where do we even be- we have to start writing all stuff right down. so anyway this this couple they seem really goofy and great and sweet and even though they had met before I was worried that maybe it was one of those moments where they had an awkward interaction at a party and he held on to it like he's in love with her and she was like who is that freak but it turns out that she thinks he's cute they had a quick little conversation at a party one time that she remembers and that's it. There's no... Where he talked to her about credit cards. Harmless, cute, memorable, sweet. They didn't, like, sleep together. They didn't, like, hook up with each other's friends that we know of. I mean, that's what the other... I don't know. Doors open. The doors open. Uh, They're yes-anders. So (laughs) who knows what happens there. that's true. That's very funny. But 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 also, the most interesting thing I thought, too, is that these weddings, most of them this season 
were attended by a lot of the couple's families. Like last season, I feel like no one had any of their family really there. Yeah. Or maybe it was some people here and there, but a lot of people didn't have like their parents there. We also didn't get a good look last season because they were behind them was the, that beautiful stone fountain that wasn't on. Yeah. So we didn't really pay attention. Last year really looked like they, a lot of, things that they had planned including wives dropped out last minute like locations Look, catering I'm, things and they just made yep. do with it i'm not gonna go off again i've already done it but i, I am interested i might email the production company that does the the american version and be like are you <laughs> like you see what they're doing of the australia version oh you shouldn't 100%. be allowed to get away with this but anyway okay so on the previous episode uh, oh, I don't know how. We haven't talked about this because we haven't podcast last week. Uh, Miles and Karen, this other couple, last week's episode, we found out that Karen's bridesmaid got the wrong text from presumably someone in the production department yeah. that gave the bridesmaid the name of the groom. Yeah. And so the night before the wedding, like we all would do, she Googled him, looked at his Instagram, and looked at everything, all the stories, everything, pulls the producer into the bathroom and starts to reveal that she like looked at him and going off of everything on social media, she wouldn't find him her type at this all. She said, he seems a little emotional. It's too emotional. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of the time I was at VidCon and I had a, a interview for like VidCon Live the next day and I found out they accidentally sent a, uh, a document out that had all of the YouTubers lined up uh, for the interviews. You were on it along with uh, Hannah and Mamrie. Okay. And, but there were notes next to every YouTuber um, that they, uh, they said that were not kind. Mine specifically said not funny. Wait, what? Did you not? Have I never told you about this? No. Who notes about what? I knew. Or someone was just. Yeah, this is a crazy story. I knew the makeup artist from a different project. They sent a document that had like notes for their. Personal notes? Like notes about. So I could tell. I don't want to name names, but one of them is a good friend of ours. It was listed as uh, no followers was next to it. Just (gasps) little tidbits here. Um, just digs at people? Yeah, yours just said, if we can get them. <laughs> like, if we get lucky, maybe we, Grace will Because Grace, Grace doesn't know presence. where she is at any moment. Maybe. If she, yeah. And, uh, wow. It, it was like, there Did was, that person know that you got to see that? Oh, they found out because I emailed them. I'm a very, I'm pretty open yeah, person. Yeah, direct. And uh, I, uh, it got back to them, and then I emailed and said, in a very you know curt way, that I would not be doing the interview. And okay. uh, I appreciate their... Wow. Uh, considering me, but it was like, I'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were. They Seems were so com- wildly unnecessary. Wildly <laughs> unnecessary. And it was like a big to do, and people were freaking out. And there were like people <laughs> reaching out to me, being like, please don't make this a public thing. Like, we're yeah. super embarrassed and all that. And I was like, hey, back to that. All right. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. And I then I feel I, bad for that person that thinks that they should be making notes like that. So then what I did was I took a uh, picture of it. Well, I took the screenshot of it and I blacked out all the names except for mine and i made up my twitter uh, banner oh, for a great. while there you go nothing like being a passive petty pussy <laughs> hey whatever you can feel bad oh, it's, it's also just so funny like, yeah it's so stupid um but anyway she tells the producer uh like this guy's not my type and they're like it's up to you but do you think you can do this today she does it they seem to hit it off they seem really sweet it's great uh, they get so, along immediately. Yeah, they get along. I think she's still hesitant because he is like a sweet guy. He's very sweet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they're going to be, I think they'll be interesting to watch. I hope that she's not one of those. I hope she has an open mind. 
continues to have an open mind. They're like the n- mildly interesting. Yeah. Uh, then Woody and Amani, Woody and Miles are like best friends, which is interesting. I haven't seen this in a se- uh, season. They're wonderful. Yeah, but the the two guys are best friends, and they oh, both. Oh, I got, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like really close, and they both applied, and they both got chosen. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so that's really sweet. And uh, Woody and Amani, I think they're so cute. I they're the best. They're, they're immediate. I, and her voice, for some reason, the tone of her voice is like so pleasing to me that I'm like, she's so cool. She's so sweet. Yeah, there's like a swag. There's like a yeah, whatever the well, female equivalent. It's of something swag. like, oh, she's got such a cool voice. Very I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, but then the other one, Brett and Olivia. This is the one that's uh, this guy's. What do you think about him? <laughs> <laughs> I think at first we both thought like, is this going to be this season's Zach? Yeah. Right. Like, is yeah. this going to be like the the hot uh-huh. like guy that's into fitness, but like is going to be disappointed because he thinks he deserves like some S- Sports Illustrated like swimsuit model yep. situation? And Olivia is actually so cool and so sweet. Like, I thought she was going to be this very like prudish cat lady and she's just like, so guy. cute and nice and sweet and then she like th- i think he asked her like what's her favorite musician she said like lil wayne or something uh some rapper and she's like i just went to this concert i want to go again and it totally caught him off guard because i think That's he's great. secretly a dork but he tries to be really cool secretly well what are your thoughts on this situation he's awful he's a terrible he's a bad <laughs> he's he's a bad there's bad there's bads and he's well, trying he, to be a tough guy he's trying to be well the bad good. came out a little bit at like the uh what their bachelor and bachelorette parties he got shit-faced and started like trying to hit on the girls that showed up there i mean yeah that's besides was, that though i guess that yeah. he's just like an unlike a generally unlikable person <laughs> but he also i mean i think he's doing the thing where he's he's overcompensating insecure. you said it really great when we were watching it is like maybe she'll be able to be like hey you don't gotta do this Put whole on. personality thing yeah like he he's got his, like a his version of what he thinks being a, a person is yeah he and his brothers have this camaraderie that they say like you said they want to be the impractical jokers very impractical <laughs> jokers and nothing against the impractical jokers but you know against people who aren't as good and want to be them because there's that thing where it's like Hey, you just gotta get. You gotta understand that he's like sarcastic, and like, yeah, they get that. Sh- if you can understand that he's just gonna be really sarcastic, uh-huh. you'll get like his person. And I'm like, that's not being sarcastic. They said is the not word sar- personality. Yeah, yeah, they said the word sarcastic like a thousand times. You gotta learn. Like, he's gonna pick at you, and we're gonna pick at each if other. If he gives you a sarcastic reply, that means he likes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's yeah. Uh, it's a it's a bit of a lot, but she's so just naturally cool that I hope yeah she calms him down. And it's like you don't have to like do this shtick character. I hope, guy. I hope that's best case scenario. Yeah, I think he seems completely caught off guard at the fact that she's actually cool and she's the most normal around all the cameras around all the family like she's still interacting and still being like charismatic and friendly and not awkward and it made him uh, seem a little bit more awkward (sighs) it's interesting he's got yeah man that that whole thing that guy's gotta he gotta figure it out yeah he's gotta calm down you can't be cool you can't be a badass when you're inherently i've tried it if you're a dork on the inside it's gonna come out in some way Mm -hmm. and you can't be they can't be super tough but hopefully you know maybe he'll yeah i hope that they i hope that they're sweet but then there's Christina and Henry, who Henry, I thought, was going to throw up 
from start to finish on his wedding day. Oh. I, that man lost every motor function he had ever developed as an adult man. He lost the ability to make eye contact with anyone, to speak in full sentences, and to breathe and walk and exist he like he forgot to breathe but in doing it it's like he stole our breath from us <laughs> like he was like a the vampire like, that takes you your uh, energy. energy vampire yeah and he 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 there's this moment that y'all he it's like the end of the day and they head back to the room first of all he's already been out of his mind terrified well, first of all uh -oh. at the wedding reception Fucking Trishel from MTV's there Real is. World shows up as one of his friends. His friend. That's who it was. Yeah. That's at the wedding reception, and in this is Trishel from MTV's Real World from like when I was in high school watching her get shit faced in Las Vegas, thinking like, is that how I should be as a woman? Uh, is that a, it? Is that it? That, that seems like a lot to be it. And then. She is exactly as I remember. That's the only I don't remember this kind of stuff. But I'm like this, the way her body's moving. This drunk guest reminds me of you someone. Knew, you knew it very. Quickly. Who is it? And she's there, shit faced with two other girls that might have also been real world people. They all handled themselves like they've done reality TV a lot, and so they know that they're gonna add the spice to this otherwise bland reality television programming. She just comes in, Trishel hot, hammered. And, like, goes over to uh, Christina, who has been pretty timid. And, like, you can tell she's trying to be cool, but he's giving her nothing to work with as, like, a counterpart in this situation. Uh, he has to, like, pull her away from Trishel, who's, like, trying to drunkenly help her with her dress in some weird way. But Trishel, I guess, dated him like briefly. Once. Like, once. That and then I don't even know if they're friends, mm. but she's there. And you could tell the producers on this show was like, she's going to give us gold. Let's sit... Let's create an interview talking headspace for Trishel. Mm -hmm. And her and her friend just sit down and they go, I don't believe in the relationship. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, yeah. this is what washed up MTV reality stars do. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it. I think the relationship is fine, but the marriage, I think, is And, like, and I'll say it to her don't. face. Like, I'll say it to her face. <laughs> and they're just like <laughs> sitting on chairs of like stacked up catering chairs, like in a back hallway somewhere, just sweaty and red face. So I was like, uh oh. But you, yeah. So you had that whole subplot going on. I don't know who any of those people are, and and I don't. I've never watched. I didn't watch the it was real so, world. But then that's sorry. That's what made me think. Oh, if he thing. has to like watch Trish, if he knows that Trishel is at his TV wedding, and that Trishel is going to beat reality TV Trishel at his TV wedding, I also would probably lose all of my motor functions. His his backstory is like so he's got his friends that are reality stars so that adds to the stress but like Confusing. very very early on he was like I just I'm not a risk taker he's like, not I don't, a, that's uh, his thing yeah, yeah I don't take risks and I was like that's this isn't where you start this is not the first <laughs> I don't one know that this should have been the one don't, yeah <laughs> work up to the marriage thing in general don't uh, don't dive in with a reality also, show also you can't say that because you went on a date with MTV Real World's Trishel one time so you are a risk taker and you invited her to your tv wedding i think you might have given yourself the wrong uh title no <laughs> have you seen this man this is the I most know. nervous scared he's very person. nervous he guys the the end scene with them in the bedroom oh my they, god oh my god oh my god i forgot about how hard this was to it, work it was like if I can find a little bit of it, I'm gonna insert for the people that watch this on YouTube a clip of it. I, I was older when I when it was done, like and my spirit was older. And it was truly one of the longest oh. scenes I've ever seen. But 
because there's this lingering shot where they're crawling into bed and like you assume there's camera you know there's cameras in the room and all they want they're is for them to like say goodnight to each other and for him to help her like unbutton her dress and then they'd be like what did you think of today and that was it he malfunctioned <laughs> I wanted to be like, we need to get this man to a hospital. He needs help. He needs a blanket, <laughs> and he needs it wrapped around him, and he needs to sit on the back of an ambulance that's on, and, I, and give him a, cu- a hot cup of tea. He uh, he was like grabbing at these rose petals and just like. He didn't. He he his his ability to be in front of a camera had expired hours ago, and he's too nice to say like I'm done filming like a Brendan would do. Yeah, but he so he's like. I'm just gonna do this until they tell but me I'm done. He also was freaking out about sleeping in the same bed. Like he yeah. really didn't want to do that, and he was sort of like oh. not knowing how to say it, yeah. and just got so he just shut. He just got really, really silent and really oh. like just set. Like I, at that point, I was like, I don't know, man. Like maybe cut the cord on this. Like get out of this. Like this doesn't. Seem I just also like wanted jam. a producer to like sweep in and be like, we got it. We're fine, Henry. You know what? You take a break, take a break, but like put your camera down, but secretly have it still filming so that yeah, when he's, because no. I feel like job. he you was just drill. like off the cam. Like, I feel like he. That's nervous on a level that's like, there's nervous and then there's like, you're, it's kind of, it seemed to border on panic attacks. So yeah. Maybe it, I think he was having or su- like suppressing a panic attack for the majority of the day, yeah. which is the reality of this show, at least in the U.S. version, is that they're getting real people. So it is a total, uh, you know, chance as to how they're going to be as soon as they realize they're going to have to live on camera for yeah. a lot of it. And so that the Australian one does feel different in that they're getting people, they're casting people that are experienced in this way. So I think that fortunately or not, he clearly is a real person yeah. <laughs> signing up for a reality television show. Mm-hmm. He's whatever the reasons that he's there for are, they I don't know that they're necessary. They might be the right reasons, but mm. he should they shouldn't be that he shouldn't do but it. But I did think cuz I thought Christina was going to be super like high maintenance and she was the one kind of shutting down the cameras after the producers were like, "Can we get another video diary?" and she's like, "No, I'm going to do it fine. I'll do it right here. I just want to get this done." Like she is a little bit more forthright. So I'm hoping maybe she can make him feel more comfortable because that beginning of them getting to the altar together, they didn't even introduce themselves to each other. That's how nervous they both were. But she had to tell him to tell her that she was pretty. Oh, it's a whole lot of a lot. Hours later. I think he just had a full panic attack for like the 16 hour day that they were filming. At one point after he asked her what she did for a living, he uh, he went like this. He goes, huh? Okay. what else? Um, like that, he ran out of questions to ask his yeah. new bride. I think he was just but panicking. she also helped him out a lot yeah. and was very like protective and nice. And it's like that's nice. That's like you know you may not be marrying this person forever, but you can look out for a buddy that you're gonna have to film yeah. a bunch of stuff with and like be like hey it's okay. And I think she obviously hoped that she would have a more outgoing person to be paired up with but i'm i hope that she doesn't resent him for not being that way who knows Maybe. i'm curious to watch i bought my ticket for this ride and I i'm ready to see it to the end and did we do it i think we did i mean 
Let us know if you guys have watched The Godfather <laughs> or Married at First Sight and what you thought about it and uh, what we Only should continue to watch. Only those two things. Only though. those two things. And Both I have not seen number three, so no spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen the third one, so... Mm. Um, well, thanks for listening to this episode of Pilot On. You can follow us on YouTube.com slash Grace Helvig and YouTube.com slash Elliot C. Morgan. Elliot Morgan. Elliot Morgan or at The Valley Folk and um, Spotify and iTunes. Spotify and iTunes. That's it. That was really good, babe. Thanks. Bye.